Hey, Johan, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, bro. How you doing? Good, brother. Good. Get, great to get you on. Yeah, appreciate it, man. I think it's uh, I think it's pretty cool. Listen to a couple of the ones you got going on. Of course, I'm always watching all the stuff you're doing, so I was hyped to hyped to get a chance to chat with you. Yeah, appreciate it, man. It'll be great to catch up. You know, uh, you know, we met up in Sweden last year, and uh, we've been talking. And I'm happy to see uh, what's what's going on with you and uh, how everything has really fell into place for you. You know. Yeah, thanks, man. It's been um, it's definitely been a crazy last uh, 24 months. Uh, signing in Rochester and then having the year that I had there and and now now being down here in Tampa it's it's crazy I don't think two years ago I don't think I would have been able to imagine that I would be in such an awesome situation yeah absolutely brother and uh, you really deserve it so thank you man. thank you uh, really, really want to bring you on because uh, you know I know when I met you um, you're a good dude and a hard worker and I think you're a great influence for the youngsters and anyone who's looking to break into the game and um, a guy that could tell people that breaking into the professional game isn't easy, you know? Right. Um, right. So yeah, if you could just give us a quick introduction, you know, your name, who you play for, your position, best quality, uh, your age, where you're from originally, you know, just some background. Yeah. The stage is yours, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Great. Well, um, yeah. Yawk and Graf, um, 28 years old. I'm a striker for the Tampa Bay Rowdies in the USL. Uh, in the United States. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm a striker. I think my best qualities uh, on the field uh, be probably my movement, my finishing. You know, I've kind of honed that into uh, into a living for myself. And, um, yeah, it's been – it's like you said, it's difficult. You know, being being a goal scorer, that's, that's what you're judged on and you're not – you're going to go through a lot. And I think that's one of the strengths that I have is that I can handle the ups and downs. There's going to be plenty of times where you're going through something, you know, maybe, maybe somebody else is scoring, keeping you out of the team or, or you're in bad form or, you know, chances aren't going in or whatever. But I think, I think I've got, I've developed this ability from, from when I was younger uh, early on to persevere and, and kind of handle those ups and downs. And, and and it's a unique spot playing up front. Um, you know, it's it's almost a different game. I mean, when you're talking about playing in the final third, um, it's unique. It's it just is, and and there's nature to it. Um, a lot like goalkeeping, there, there's a nature to it, and it's an instinctual thing, and uh, and it's a it's a personality thing. And I think some people have the personality to be able to handle it. And, and there's plenty of good players um, when you look at what they can do with their feet and, and what they can do on the field that, that just don't have the mentality, don't have the head for it. And those are the kind of guys you see fall away, especially for me now. This is my sixth year um, as a pro. Um, I've, I've seen a lot. And, uh, you know, I've seen really talented players, players much better than me that that don't don't make it, don't don't become anything because – a lot of it is it's between the ears, you know, it's soccer is a game about what's going on in your head. And, and, you know, it's easy. It's easy to, to get caught up in things when they're not going well or, or get too caught up in things when they're going really well. Um, but it's about balancing it. So I, I think that's my biggest strength. Um, growing up uh, as a kid, I grew up in Dallas, Texas. Um, I spent a lot of time, you know, I, I've got my, my father is German, but I spent a lot of time growing up playing with uh, Hispanic kids on the street and in leagues on the weekends uh, as a young guy uh, or young kid and kind of learning, learning the game from their standpoint. So I think a lot of people don't, don't know that about me, but I think if you watch my style of play and, 
and the, the intensity that I play with and, and the passion that I play with. I think a lot of that developed when, when I was a kid, you know, I'm playing with these guys where, and, and a lot of people know this in South America and Mexico, um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's passion, you know, these people, these people yeah. are, are obsessed with it and, and it doesn't matter if you're, if you're all the way in, in Brazil or whatever, or if you, you move to North America, you're looking at Mexico and, and the Southern States and the United States. I mean, these, these people live and die by it. So I think that was big for me, um, coming from an area like that. Um, and the ultimate goal for me is it's always been the same. You know, I just want to reach my full potential. Um, I want to be, I want to go as far as I can and, and I want to enjoy it, enjoy it while I'm doing it. Um, because that, I mean, if you're not, if you're not loving it and you're not enjoying what you're doing, then, then it's something you're not going to be able to handle <laughs> because of everything that has to go into it. So, so I mean, loving it, um, and continuing to love it and continue to push myself and, and test myself against better and better competition, which is something I've been fortunate enough to do. Not everybody gets to gets chances, you know, not everybody gets opportunities, even if they deserve them. So I feel fortunate that, that I'm in a situation where I get to go out, not just, not just in games, but day in and day out against players that, that have of the highest quality. Um, yeah, it's incredible. So, I, so I want to keep doing that. Yeah. That's fantastic to hear. And, uh, you know, from my standpoint, you know, when I met you and we played together for a bit, I can see, I could mm -hmm. see right away, you were a goal scorer. You were, you know, like a lion, you know, fierce, yeah. just a brute that, that yeah. we'll get on, we'll get on the end of anything to just put the ball in the back of the net. That's right. That's <laughs> you right. Know? That's so, right. Uh, you know, that was good to see. And, um, you know, I think what you mentioned is huge. Uh, you can't get too high on the highs and you can't get too on the lows. And I think balance is key in all of this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, you know, like you said, playing in the streets as a kid, uh, with these guys, these Hispanic guys, I mean, these guys would die for the game. Uh, exactly. And that's what we need more of nowadays. I mean, now sometimes I see guys who, like you mentioned before, how grateful you are to play this game. Some guys are just ungrateful. Yeah. I mean, I, I had guys last year saying in the locker room uh, where I was playing last year when, when the coach was putting them down, mm -hmm. they, they, they were blaming the coach for their lack of motivation. Yeah, yeah, and, it's unbelievable. You know, it's just unbelievable to me that they have they need an extrinsic factor to be motivated to play this yeah. game. Yeah, you yeah. know, if you if you don't have the intrinsic, you don't have that burning passion and desire. Step off the field. Yeah, step out of the yeah. game. You know, it, it'll do the game yeah. better, and it'll do you yeah. better. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and uh, like you said, I mean, this game is all between the ears, and the more love and the more passion you have for it, the farther you, you will yeah, go. absolutely. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I know with that mindset, you're going to go big places. I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy to me. I mean, this is it, – it's so competitive, and, it, and it's so challenging uh, that and, – and everybody wants it. You know, you look at a place – like, I'm – so blessed to be playing in a place like like Tampa Bay like yes. the the club itself but but the city too and you know it just has everything the fan base the the facilities and you know everybody wants to be here so nobody nobody's mm. gonna make it for you nobody's gonna say nobody's Absolutely. just gonna open a door and be like oh you know what here you go um you know slide right in here congratulations uh your six months of hard work and dedication has paid off because we want you to make it. No, everybody wants to make it and nobody, you have to take responsibility. You got to take ownership of it um, because the only real support you're going to have is from your family and, and your close friends. And, and outside of that, you can't, 
and and I, and I think to to reference your point, you know, playing in Scandinavia for a while, you see that a lot. You see people, you know, and 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 it's part of it is culturally, you know, the Swedes are an unbelievable uh, an unbelievable group, an unbelievable nation of people, but their mentality, yeah. and they'll tell you this, any of any of any athletic athlete uh, in Sweden will tell you, look, you know, we're, we're a little bit different. Your mentality in the States is, you know, we don't have that. We don't, you know, and, and they're looking a lot for excuses or help or whatever. Yes. Um, and, and like you said, that, that what you said doesn't surprise me. I've heard that before too, you know, it, and, and when you're there and you're a part of it, it can be easy. It can be easy to kind of jump on that and take the easy way out along with everybody else around you. Say, so, oh, you know, things mm. aren't going well because this guy's a jerk and, you know, all this blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, you're responsible for your own fate and things can happen yes. in your favor and things are going to happen against you. But it, when, it all, when it's all said and done, the only person that you're going to be able to look back and question mm-hmm. and, and analyze and criticize is yourself. Uh, and, and if you're blaming other Absolutely. people, then you've already, you, you've already lost the battle anyway. You're not, you're not going to be making it. Um, but, yeah. but, you know, like we sit here and it's, and it's easy to say, um, like for me right now, I'm in, I'm in a, a big club with two, three players deep at every position um, that would be starting anywhere, anywhere in our league. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard. You know, you're not – it's not the same as when you're, when you're somewhere where you're going to be guaranteed you're going to be playing and you're guaranteed blah, 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 all this stuff. There's, there's no guarantees. When you get to a certain level, it's, it's every single day. And, and you know, it's tough. It's, it's not easy, especially when you're frustrated or, or when things aren't going your way um, or you get an unlucky break and there's really nothing you can do about it. You know, it's not easy to keep going and stay positive and, and, and keep fighting. Oh, I know my chances are going to come. My chances are going to come. And it, it's definitely, it's definitely hard. And, and every day you can step back and you can see why this is not a life that, that everybody can truly commit to, you know, it's such a small percentage of people, um, that, that can commit to it and, and see it through. And, and when you do that, even with that kind of dedication, you're still not guaranteed to succeed. Um, so a lot of it goes, everything goes into it. You know, a lot of the stuff that you do, it's a huge part of it. And, and, and like you said, it's all between the ears, but it's, it's, it's a physical game too. So somebody who values the, 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 your physique and, and, and helping others reach physique for you to even say, oh, well, look, this is, this is a mental game. You need to do all this stuff preparing your body. And that's, that's 10% of it. Um, I, th- mm-hmm. I think that speaks volumes about, the, about the, the career path, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you made some great points there. And I think referring back to the point about the Swedes and between the difference between us and the Swedes, I think – you know, I think in this game, whoever you are, I think self-awareness, mm-hmm. I mean, in life, self-awareness yeah, is key. Absolutely. If you can't look at, if you can't look in the mirror at the end of the day and say, you know, we're referring to football here. If you can't say, you know, I had a bad training mm-hmm. today. I didn't do yeah. well. And, you know, and you can look at it in a, in a positive or a negative way. You can look at it in a positive way, even if you had a bad training and say, you know, I got to work on this tomorrow. I got to work on that. Then you stay five, 10 minutes extra work mm-hmm. on that. And make sure you do that better the next yeah. day. And I think it's all about the small little details when you get to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, like you said, you know, the people who are actually going to support you in this game are, are your parents and your close friends. Yeah. And then there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of others who are haters yeah. and jealous people. Yeah. 
and a lot of people who are going to talk crap of, crap about you behind your back to get their way to make it in whatever way they can. But I think at the end of the day, when you have a good attitude and you always look to do the right thing, I think that that's key. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and to your point, it's, it, it's in life, you know, it's soccer is a football is a great representation. A lot of your listeners and a lot of people that, that look at what you're doing that aren't necessarily footballers. You can take, this kind of mentality into your, into your everyday life, into your day to day. And, and just know that, like you said, people, people don't want you to be successful. They don't, they want you to be as successful as you can be without being better than them. And if there's an easier way for them to do that, rather than putting in all the work, putting in the hours, handling the rejection, handling pressure, riding through low points, it, the easier it is for them to avoid that and just make sure that you don't do better than them, then it's perfect. So you get that in football, you get it in every, in every career field. There, there's going to be these people because it's a human nature. Just don't do better than me. Yes. Do as great as you can do, but don't do yes. better than me. And once you rid the, yourself of those people, those people around you and those that let them have that outside influence. And it's tough with social media and stuff. You know, people are watching yep. you. People are talking about you. I hear things sometimes where I'm just like, I can't even believe these people are having a, having a discussion about me. But yeah. it's like the way, that's just the way it goes. The better and better you do, the more people are going to want you to want you to fail. And, and the ones that the ones that are close to you that truly do want you to be successful. Um, those are the people you got to sit by and you got to stay by them. Um, it's, it's really, really important. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, everyone says nowadays, don't give a shit what anyone says about mm-hmm. you, this and that. And, uh, I think it's much, much harder said than done. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure it is. If you, if you can, you know, get that off your back and really, really, truly not give a shit about what anyone says, whether it's even your family, yeah. your close friends, yep. and you just do what you want to do and you follow your own path and you make yourself happy. I think others, you know, people who are your family and people who are close to you, when you start to become successful and you show them re- the results and that your dream and what you really love to do is come to fruition. That's when, when great things happen. And you, you know, you know, you start to feel that reward for all that work you've put in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, something that I, that I see quite often, and I'm sure you've seen coming through, uh, Europe in the lower leagues and then making your way up. I'm sure you've seen, you know, the fact What's that quote about, uh, I think it's Abraham Lincoln or someone says, you know, you got to sharpen that ax for four hours before you chop that tree down. And uh, I think something we can talk about here is, you know, sometimes results don't show for four, five, six years. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, if you keep going in the beginning, like the quality that you have about persistence, which I notice is if you keep going, 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 going day in and day out, Something great is going to happen. Yeah. No matter what, something great is going to happen. If you're putting it in every day and you're true to yourself and you say to yourself at the end of the day, when you look yourself in the mirror, did, did I put it in? And if you're honest with yourself every day, then I think something great will happen. And obviously there are days where you don't put in the work yeah. and that's part of yeah. it. Rest is part of it. Like you said, balance is part of yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here right now, you know, it's our, it's our off day. Um, Wednesday is usually our off day during the week. And, you know, especially coming up in Sweden, like I started and it's funny to look back and see where I was coming out of college and, and the difference as far as the player that I am, you know, 
I just didn't let people, and there were so many <clears throat> who tried to tell me what my limitations were, um, yes. who tried to tell me as how far I could go or how far I couldn't go. And I, you know, I just really didn't care. I, I just wanted to do what I wanted to do. I, and, you know, I was lucky because I had the support from my family and a lot of guys, they don't, you know, like you said, even there's going to be moments where even your family is going to say, I remember looking back three, four years ago and, and my mom, who's my biggest supporter telling me, you know, well, maybe, maybe you should think about doing something else. And, and, you know, even, even coming from your own mother. And, and I remember, and, and this is a person who supported me my entire life and, and, you know, she couldn't yep. be, couldn't be more proud of me, but just, you know, in the moment, in the situation, you know, she, she's not a, she's not a professional athlete. She's never been through this. So for her, from the outside, looking in, seeing what, what I was going through, you know, for her as a mother, she wanted, she wanted me to, she wanted me to consider, you know, well, maybe, maybe, you know, it's come come to a point where, you know, you, you've, you've given it everything you can give it and, and there's nothing wrong with that. You, you, you never sold yourself short, blah, blah, blah. And I just said mm. to her, I was like, listen, mom, I love you, but I'm not stopping for, for you or for anybody else. I'm going to keep yeah. doing what I want to do um, yeah. until, until I feel like it's over. Um, yeah. And that's what I did. You know, you fa fast forward. I mean, back then I was playing in, in, division one in Sweden. Um, it had been my, my first year in division one and, and it was a tough season and, and, you know, she was, she wanted what was best for me, but I wasn't going to stop. And, and to fast forward from that level, when I remember waking up in the morning, you know, going to do a training session with the coach at the team that I was at at the time and then going home and then, and then going to do a training session in the afternoon, you know, that is, that's what that's what made me you know there's there's a lot of things mm -hmm. that helped me along yes. the way and a lot of coaches but that that desperation um and and the pressure that you put on yourself that's what really really helped me uh and you know it's unrecognizable if you watch video of me in college and you watch me now six years later I mean it's it's yeah. not even it, it doesn't even look like the same person um yeah. and and you know and then f go back and think about how many guys call it quits after college because they can't yeah. get a contract or they're not willing to to go earn 500 euros a month and and just yeah. get fed like that was that was one of my first contracts my first contract was basically here we're gonna feed you we've got a place for you here's 600 bucks a month or something and uh yeah you got two and a half months to to make the best of it and see if you can move up and that's what i did and i wasn't i wasn't afraid of that but i do remember going back and thinking to myself at the time like who, when when people back in america see what i'm doing like how are they going to react are they going to think like okay well this kid like he's just lost his mind or or they're going to be supportive and and you know there there were a lot of people that did support me but there were so many people that were just you know, they're just negative because they're negative in their own lives and then they want to project it onto you. And, and, and hopefully, you, like we said, hopefully you don't do too much better than them. Um, and now I love to, it's one of my favorite things is, is to sit back and look back on what I'm doing and, and look at people. And, and, you know, look, look, it's never great to like harbor anything or hold grudges on anything. But at the same time, mm. I don't forget things. And, uh, oh, I and, and, I and it's, and it's incredible right now to, to be in a situation where I am and have the opportunity to continue to improve and, and keep pushing on to higher levels and, and be at such a great place that I'm at now. I love to sit back and, and think about, think about the messages yeah. and think about the things that I knew people were saying about me because, because it's hilarious. Um, yeah. it's hilarious. And, and now I'm surrounded by 
top class people, top class professionals, guys with ability. You know, all I have to do is look look across the hall and I see like that my my roommate is this terrific guy, terrific player, and these are the kind of people that I want to be around because it because it helps you improve, it helps you hone your game on and off the field. So so I'm really loving it, and, and that was that was a huge part of it, all that stuff, and kind of making making me and helping me get to this point so far. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, touching back, circling back to your point about um, you know how you just got to go with your gut mm-hmm. and go with with your intuition, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that that what I when I hear your words, you know, it honestly gives me the chills, man, because you know, and that's why I'm doing this stuff, yeah. you know, to motivate myself, help others. Yeah and um help others keep going keep persistent because something great's gonna happen yeah. and like like you said you know the beginning and uh, like i've talked about before i think the process is the most beautiful part yeah. and i think you'd agree with absolutely. me absolutely um you know the fact that you said you know your mother didn't believe in you uh you know not believe me but wanted like you said wanted the best exactly for you yeah. didn't want it didn't want to see you down yeah. didn't want to see you hurt yeah. but the fact that you you know, barged through that barrier and kept going and kept going just shows the perseverance and persistence you have. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's fantastic to see. And like you said, those, those training sessions, two to three a day, you know, mm-hmm. training a couple of hours a day, mm-hmm. uh, that, that made you, I'm sure, you know, I'm absolutely sure of that because you, you were sharpening the tools, sharpening mm-hmm. the tools, sharpening the tools. Exactly. And now you're at a high enough level and you have that ability unconsciously mm-hmm. to play to play football that all you need to do is make sure you're sharp, fresh, and ready to go and, and just willing to give 110, 120 every session. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, wow. and you know, like, like I said, today's an off day. But if you look after every single training session, um, not just me, but it's, it's hilarious when you get to a certain point. You look around and when the training session's over and everyone's spent and the coach says, all right, there's, there's 20 minutes, all the stuff's out here. The coaches will, the extra, the assistants and stuff, they'll help you through whatever you want to work on, whatever you want to work on, you know, uh, in, in the past teams I've been on when a coach says, all right, guys, training's over 20 minutes to yourself. And then you're in it's three people are staying out Yeah, yeah. here. When a coach says that these guys, they, the coach can't go inside the coaches can't go yeah. inside because they'll never get the players off the field. And so yeah, you look at it, okay, right. well, I'm not going to train on a Wednesday because I've already done 20, 25 minutes after every session, four days a week. That's longer than a, than a full extra session on a Wednesday anyway. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. so it, all that stuff, it's like you said, it's, it's details. But when you get, when you get to the, a situation like this and, and, and you're at a, at a place like this and you look around and you can see why guys are here, um, and, yeah. and it's, it's fun because you see they, they've gone through everyone, everybody has their own journey. And a lot of times they're markedly different, but everybody's has that mentality, um, because you wouldn't be here if you didn't. Um, and that, and that's, that's really fun. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, like you said, you know, those little things, those small details done consistently add up to a big thing. And like you said, you know, 20 to 25 minutes a day adds up to 80 to a hundred minutes of extra yep. football yep. um and and which which makes today probably easier yep. you know you can chill and you yep. can say you know I, I put in the work and i'm gonna put it in the rest of the week let me give my body let me give my mind a rest and let me enjoy this beautiful city. exactly exactly and you know last night i you know a tuesday night we, we on tuesdays and thursdays our training sessions are those are the days where we really really get after it 
and uh you know we have we have our sessions and then we have we have uh sessions after the 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 football side of it with our strength and conditioning staff and you know we do lifts and stuff and you know I was exhausted yesterday and um you know mentally I just needed to kind of step away and so I went and I was sitting outside this incredible hotel in downtown St. Pete overlooking the harbor um drinking a Heineken and just thinking to myself like I can't even believe that I'm that I'm here who who would ever guess that I'm here and I think it's important Absolutely. to take those moments where you can step back and, and, and see, you know, all those extra 20, 25 minute days where maybe your legs were just cashed. And by the end of it, you're sitting on the ground and you're, you're in a puddle of your own sweat and you're, you're gassed. But I don't, I don't know exactly what point it happened, but there was a point in my life and in my career where that just became totally normal. When I'm home, when yeah. I'm home on vacation, two workouts a day. My mom, my mom even said to me and my, and my dad, they looked at me when I was home over this last preseason break, she, they, they were talking to me and then my mom gets a phone call and it's one of the family or whatever. They're asking about me and, and I hadn't signed a new contract yet. So they're, well, everyone's waiting to see where, where I'm going to yeah, go. Um, oh, who did he decide to go with? Where is he going to go? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I go, well, what's he doing while he's home? My mom goes, oh, you know, he, he's, uh, he does two training sessions a day and yeah, he's done that every day for like five years since he's been home every, every day when he's home on break during college, he did it. Now it's just totally normal. And, and I don't exactly. remember at what point I had to stop telling myself, okay, you're going to get out of bed. You're going to do this. And, and at what point it became, um, obviously I'm going to do this. I, I don't yes. know what point that yeah. was, but, um, you know, for people that listen to you that can relate to this, oh, well, you know, this is so tough for me, 15, 20 minutes a day, those, those little steps, that's, that's how you accomplish things. And, um, yes, exactly. and, and at some point it went for me from one session to just like another 30 minutes to another hour to just an entire, an, an entire extra session, um, to do two a day. And, and that's how you build things up. And, and, you know, it's easier said than done, but once you start chipping mm -hmm. away and once that becomes part of your personality, what part of your persona, then, then you're able to really start seeing results when, when it becomes automatic, you know? Absolutely. And like you said, I think at that point, it's like, you know, you don't even need motivation anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just a habit. Mm -hmm. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. You don't even need the motivation. It it's already instilled in your brain. You know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do what I got to do and I'm going to enjoy mm -hmm. it. Uh, and it's not like you have to do mm -hmm. it. I'm sure you, I'm sure there are some days that you don't want to oh, do it. So you just, yep. you just don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I think it's about listening to your body and listening to your mind. And uh, one thing I really do want to touch on, even though it is a small detail, is, you know, having that Heineken. Yeah. Um, because, you know, a lot of young kids and a lot of other players say, oh, yeah, these pros, they don't drink. They don't do anything. They're so strict. They're, they eat, uh, you know, 100% clean. Yeah. And one thing I try to stress to people is, you know, as footballers, we're not robots. No. We, we also want to enjoy our life. Exactly. We want to hang out with friends. Mm -hmm. We want to hang out with loved ones. Yep. We want to kick, kick back, put our feet up, and enjoy a beer sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I'd like you to explain to some people how, how that is just um, absolutely fine to yep. do once in a while and something that you can just reward yourself yeah, with. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, one of the things that – one of the benefits that comes along with this this kind of profession is – like you said, it's a lifestyle, but you're only in the office from eight in the morning until one o'clock, one thirty in the afternoon. Um, so yeah. you have an entirely different, an entirely different schedule than everybody else. Like by the time I'm coming home, people are going for lunch uh, in their in their normal desk jobs, 
you know, and, and, and that free time, that's, that's a blessing because you, you've worked hard for it. And, you know, you, you go in in a morning and, and an early afternoon, you put in the work that you got to put in and then you've got all this time where you can enjoy um, one of the benefits of why you've worked so hard to get to a point. And, and it's important to be able to just kind of turn off. And, and like you said, look, we take, we take care of ourselves. We eat, we eat yeah. well. You know, there's, there's so many things that go into making sure you're ready to train and you're full every single day. Um, and when you're doing those things, like we're people, you know, this is part of, part of, part of life is, is enjoying your life. And, and what's the point of, of having all these amazing things and, and putting in all the time you've put in since you were five years old now as a 28 year old, you know, it's been my entire life dedication. And, and yeah, there's, there are guys out there that, you know, for them, it works better if they're, if they abstain totally, don't even, don't even bring, bring themselves into the, into the realm of, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to go out and have a beer with friends or, you know, after games, especially like this weekend, we, we had a five zero win over Ottawa Fury at home. It was the biggest win in the Rowdies modern era. They haven't won five zero, um, in their quote unquote modern era. And it was a big night for the club and the, and the way we played. And, you know, we're going to, we, we go, we went out as a team to, to enjoy that because we put, we blood, sweat and tears since preseason. And, and, you know, it's about enjoying the little moments and, and, you know, I'll never forget. I, when I was playing in college, I played my PDL um, soccer during the summers in Ventura, California for the Ventura County fusion. And uh, for two or three of those four seasons, I had a coach named Ole Mickelson. He was, um, he holds the all-time leading goal record for uh, UCLA men's soccer. I think it's 83 or something like that, 83 career goals or something. And, um, you know, he, he played at decent levels. And uh, my first summer there, um, it was my first week with the team. Um, I was surrounded by the top college players in the country. And, and, you know, I went to a good school. I was at Bradley University. It's a good soccer school. But, you know, at the same time, it's not it's – not, UCLA it's not Duke it's not North Carolina you know but 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 you know I was I was in a good situation but these guys were were in the the, at schools that occupy the top 10 in college soccer year in and year out and so you know I didn't think I was going to play too big of a part especially my first weekend and uh, I was on the bench uh, for the first game We, we had a road trip to Utah where we were playing on a Friday and a Sunday and I was on the bench on a Friday night against uh BYU they had a team in our conference. Their college team play, actually played PDL because they don't have a uh, they don't have like a full blown Division One like soccer team there. Um, so we play the game, and ten minutes in, our goalkeeper goes down. He was a super athletic kid. Play, it was the starting goalkeeper for UC Santa Barbara, who was a powerhouse at that time, and and he he could just jump out of the building. And this kid went up for a ball ten minutes in or something, and in his own in the box and got upended and landed on his neck and, and had to go off uh, in an ambulance. And it yeah. just so happened that the other goalkeeper that we had on our team, who was UCLA's starting goalkeeper, he was still in exams because it was so early on in the summer. He, he hadn't finished. So we didn't even have a backup goalkeeper for that game. And, um, you know, I remember everyone's looking around like, what are we going to do? And, and my good friend, who's <laughs> actually the captain at uh, Fresno, um, now, uh, the, in the West Western conference in the USL, I remember him coming up to me and he just goes, listen, man, like look around. And I look around and it's like three tiny Jamaicans and like a little Mexican, like we're talking hand, eye coordination, negative 100. And, uh, he was like, dude, you, you gotta, you gotta do this. So I was like, you know what? I, I guess I gotta do it. So I went in goal and we actually won two, one the game went. I only gave up one goal, made a couple saves. 
the game winner was scored in like the 90th minute by Daniel Starius, who's the starting center back for the LA Galaxy now. He, he scored the goal and we won. You, um, then you go to Sunday, and I got the start up front, and uh, I was playing with Giassi Zardes. He, he plays for Columbus now and, you know, yeah. national team guy, and, and uh, I scored twice. And, uh, yeah. and it, was, it was just such a crazy weekend. And, and that, that night, the whole team wanted to go out and just enjoy and celebrate the victory before we headed back to California. And, and I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to be in the hotel and, and just rest because in my, in my youth and in my, my, early, my little to no experience, I, had, uh, I thought, you know, if I want to make it to the top, this is how I have to do it. Yeah. And I'll never forget, yeah. Ole came up to me and he just goes, listen, you're going to go through a lot of ups and downs. You're at the beginning of this, but you're going to go through a lot of ups and downs. And one of the most important things is to enjoy the good times because once they're over, there's no guarantee you're ever going to get them back. And once you're done playing, mm-hmm. you're going to want to look back and know that you enjoyed like those times because it's, it's, a, it's a small part of your life when you look from a career standpoint. Say I play until I'm 33. You know, God willing, I'm living – I'm living a lot longer than that. So I want to be able to look back and know that I put in the work and that I enjoyed the time um, because I'm part of such a small percentage of people that, that get, get to do this. Um, so yeah, I've, I've always taken that with me. And, and as hard as I've worked, I've always known that, that you need to be able to enjoy it and you need to be able to take time and, and appreciate the things that are, that are a result of your hard work. So I do think that's important, whether it's soccer or whether you're, whether you're, you're training for, for some sort of like event, some marathon or a triathlon, or if you're just trying to lose 15 pounds, you know, it's, it's, it's all relative and you got to make sure that you're still enjoying your life because w- otherwise what's the point, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a fantastic, story. real, real funny. <laughs> hey, stop, hey, the way, the way uh, that ends is that I got USL uh, or PDL player of the week. And, uh, wow. and and goalkeeper and striker. goalkeeper and striker and no one and no one even knew had a clue who I was so I'm sure that was hilarious. Oh yeah. my god, that's fantastic! Mm-hmm. Man. What a story! Yeah. What a story! But um, also, I wanted to touch back on your other point about those those haters mm-hmm. and the people who didn't didn't believe in mm-hmm. you. Um, and I think that's fantastic and, and and something you could probably crack up to and you know you can hit them up and you know when they call you asking if you need something if they. Mm-hmm yourself you know and that's all you can say you hang up and that's it and I completely agree with you that uh you know I don't hold grudges either and um you know life is too short for that but I do remember what people say oh, yeah. say to me and I'm, I'm sure you're the same way you can never look no, at them the same no absolutely um yeah what I would like to know is like you know what did you do to you know shut those people up and just keep focus and um keep honing in on that goal because a lot of people like we said have those haters, those non-believers, yeah. and it, it's tough for them to yeah. keep going. No, it is, and you know, especially when there's and and like I said, the the closer you're getting to something, the louder those people are going to be. Um, and mm. and you know, I don't I don't know that. I mean, I use them as motivation, um, of course, and uh, I think I think everybody everybody would do that um, when pe- someone if if you're the type of person where the more someone tells you you can't do something, the more you want to do it then that's great mm-hmm. because you're just going to, you're going to be able to transfer that over. I mean, I don't know that there was anything, I, like I said, it, it would be hard for me to, I, I, obvi- I couldn't even tell you honestly that three years ago I would think, okay, I would be in a position to, to look at those people and, and, and be like, okay, what now? Like, what do you have to say now? 
because right now I don't, I don't hear them. Um, and, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing for every single guy. You look in my locker room, you look at any other locker room in the USL or in the MLS, every single one of those guys, um, for the most part has had plenty of people telling them they weren't going to make it. They weren't going to be able to do it. Um, only a small group of people, um, didn't hear that, um, because maybe they, they, they developed at a young age and everyone could see they were going to be this talent or whatever, but even them, the only reason they, they weren't hearing it was because the people were saying it behind their backs instead of, instead of in front of them. Yes. Um, so, I mean, I don't know that there was necessarily like one thing that I did to, uh, to kind of, to kind of stop that because I, I think it's impossible to stop. I'm sure even now. Um, there's plenty of people who who love to say things like, oh, I can't believe he's there. Um, but I've heard that my whole life, not just about me, but about other guys. You look at somebody, you go, wow, I just can't believe that guy's there. Well, he is. So uh, if you can't yep. believe it, then just turn on your TV or, or go online and you can look at the pictures and the videos um, because exactly. it's all there. So I just think it's about it's about just keeping keeping focused and it's hard, but you just got to try and block it out as best you can and. And when your when your moment comes and and you're able to stand there in front of them, and uh, and say what now? I mean, look at Mohamed Salah yesterday. This guy was uh, was a mm-hmm. Chelsea reject, quote unquote. Yep. And yep. now he's absolutely destroying not just the Premier League, but he's dragged Egypt to the World Cup. I mean, and and his celebration yesterday as he scores, he goes right up to the fans, and his arms are out, and his face is stoic and. And you can just see everything as a footballer who you, you know exactly what he's thinking. He's like every single person who said, like, I didn't have it or I wasn't going to be able to cut it at this level. Look at me now. What do you have to say now? Yeah. And exactly. I love, and I love exactly. that from him. I love that from him. So um, I, think, yeah. I think that's a huge piece of it. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. And, you know, you see guys like uh, who are hated on constantly, the biggest ones. You got Zlatan. Yeah. You got Ibrahimovic. Yeah. Why are they hated on so much? Because they put it in every damn day and they don't give a shit what anyone thinks yeah, about yeah, them. Yeah, 100%. And like you said, like you said, the, the better they get, the, the more, you know, uh, media they get and, and the better the player they are, the more haters yeah. they get. You know, that people say, oh, yeah, he talks too much. Oh, he's too arrogant. Oh, he's too mm-hmm. egoistic. Who gives, who gives yeah. a shit, man? He can't do that because of how hard he's worked, where he's come from. And how many people told him he couldn't yeah. do it? You know, you look at look at Ibrahimovic. You know, he was out for a 10 and a half, 11 months. As a 36-year-old uh, or a 35-year-old. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, you see people who didn't believe in him, couldn't, couldn't uh, oh, he can't do it. Oh, he's done. You know, um, no one's going to pick him up. He goes over to LA Galaxy, bangs in yeah. two goals. Um, yeah. You know, he, he shuts people up. And, and I respect those guys 100%. And, would never ever hate on them because of how much work they put in day in and day out behind yeah. the scenes, behind closed doors when no yeah, one's watching. Yeah, exactly. It's fun with the, and, and, and as from, from an athlete's perspective, you know, it's fun to let people in and, and give little bits and pieces of, Oh, well, here's, here's an Instagram story of me. Uh, this is what I'm doing today in the gym or, or here's a video yes. of me from training. But I think sometimes people, especially if that's, if that's something you do consistent. I love to share like my journey um, on social media mm-hmm. because there's so many people from when I was young who have supported me and, and wanted me to do well. And, the, and they, they get so much out of being a part of what I'm doing. And, and that's a great way to exactly. show them. Um, but if there's a moment where I, 90% of the time you're not seeing what I'm doing, that, that little 10%, Absolutely. So just Absolutely. because you're not seeing it on social media, it doesn't mean it's not happening. And if you want to convince, if you want to exactly. convince yourself 
that I'm sitting around doing nothing just because you haven't seen anything on my Twitter, on my Instagram story, then that's, that's your mistake. And, and I hope that you're not actually doing that because that's not the way this thing works. You know, I love, I love to throw up a picture from my, from the locker room or from the gym or throw up a video from training or, or, you know, but all that stuff, that that's such a small piece of it. And when you see, when you see a highlight of me scoring in a game or anybody else for that matter, you can enjoy that video and it's going to get, get thousands of hits and, and that's great. But behind that video is hours and hours and days and weeks and months and years um, all packed into 10 Mm -hmm. seconds uh, for that moment. And I think that's one of the reasons why you see when people score goals, the, the, the emotion that comes out because everything behind it that went into it that nobody else sees anyway. Um, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big part of it. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. And, and that all, that comes down to what we began mm-hmm. with, you know, uh, it all starts and ends yeah. with you. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're the only one that knows, not even your mom knows yeah. how much work yeah. you're putting in. You're the only one that knows how much work you've put in and how much time that is taking you to just, you know, be consistent in front of goal and just knock yeah. things in unconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that's great. But um, if we, we could circle a bit to, you know, some lifestyle yeah, stuff. Uh, you know, I, I, I talk a lot about sleep and uh, how important it is. And I just wanted to know what, what your thoughts are on sleep, you know, what time you go yeah. to sleep. Uh, and, you know, do you think it affects your performance? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that. And, and, you know, it's tough because everybody's different. Everybody's got – everybody has their own – I don't know. I don't know whether you could say it's, it's not problems, but, you know, your own challenges when it comes to, to giving exactly. your, your body the right, the right kind of rest and recovery and fuel and stuff. And, you know, for me, I've always had trouble sleeping. Um, you know, yep. at night when I lay down, my mind races. I'm thinking about anything from little moments in my training session to – to an interaction with somebody, to an idea that I had, you know, and it can spin around and around, but you know, there's a lot of different things you can do to kind of help yourself. And, you know, I try to get, you know, for a while, especially last year, I was, I was sleeping an an extraordinary amount. I was in bed by eight 45, nine o'clock and and I was sleeping until six 30. Um, and I, and I Mm -hmm. noticed a big difference actually. It, It did help me. It helped me feel more better prepared and, and my body felt, felt better recovered um, day to day. Um, but it's not easy to do. And, you know, I think this year, um, I'm in a pattern now where, you know, I'm in bed, nine thirty, nine forty-five. I'm asleep by, by, by 10 30. And, um, you know, then I'm up, I'm up around seven fifteen, seven twenty. Um, and, and, you know, it, it makes a big difference. I mean, I think, it, I think it definitely will affect the way, the way you perform. So you, you try to stay focused, but like I said, you know, I struggle with that. Um, even, even at this point, even with the, with the success I've had, you know, that that's been actually a big challenge because I do notice that, that the more I'm resting, the more I'm sleeping, um, the, the better I feel. So that's a constant challenge. And, and that's just one of the, one of the, there's so many little things that go into it. Like, like we said before, and that's just one of them. And, uh, and it's not easy. It's like people could say, Oh, we'll just go to bed. And, and, you know, but, but, but it doesn't work like that. And, and, and it's tough and it's another one of those disciplined things. And, and, you know, you're not going to be great at it. There's plenty of nights where I'm laying there and it's, it's 1230, one o'clock and I have a session in the morning and, and, you know, you have to start fighting off that anxiety. Am I going to be rested enough? Because then it's, you know, and, and, and that's, that's just one of those little small battles. It's all part of it. And you're not always going to win, but I think the difference between the guys who really make it and the guys that don't 
is the ability because I, as a young, especially in college where you're given just unreal that that's not the real world. Division one college soccer is not yes, the real world. Yes, you know, exactly. I used to, I used to think no. if, I, if I'm not asleep at this moment, at this time, in this yeah. way, then I'm going <laughs> to yeah. be terrible tomorrow. And, and, it, exactly. and it wasn't until it clicked to me that I don't care if I'm on a mattress on the floor in Chicago, which I did. I don't care if I'm on a couch mm-hmm. in a clubhouse in Karlstad, Sweden, which I did. When I cross the line, <laughs> I'm going to play and I'm going to be the best version of myself that I can be. And if, it's, and if I'm not, it's not going to be because I didn't get enough sleep last night. Um, so exactly. I, think, I think you're – and that was one big thing that, that going up through the levels in Sweden taught me is that you're not always going to mm-hmm. get the – you're not going to be pampered. You're not going to be and, – and just because yes. you're not – it, nobody, you're not going to be able to tell a scout or an agent or a coach, well, you know, I actually, I'm really good. Yeah. I just didn't play well today because I didn't sleep enough last yeah. night. Nobody cares. Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. So, no, yeah, that's funny. And like, like you mentioned in the beginning, you know, it's all in between yeah. the ears. Whatever it is in this life, it's all in between the ears and it's all the mind. And like you said, if no one's perfect, everyone has their flaws. And uh, I'm sure you can just say to yourself right now, nowadays, if you, you have a tough time going to sleep, you just say to yourself, uh, you know, who yeah. gives a fuck? Who gives a shit? If I don't sleep well, I don't sleep well. Uh, you know, I'll just focus on the present yeah. moment and, um, you know, I'll fall asleep when I, I'm meant yeah. to fall yeah, asleep. Yeah, just do. And, and tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Just do, do your job. Like, I have a job to do. And, you know, plenty of people, they don't get the perfect, the perfect preparation for their job, but they still go out and do it successfully. So it's, it's, there's going to be days where you don't have it, and it's just not a, it's not a valid excuse. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Also, what I wanted to touch upon is, you know, I, I've had a lot of couple guys on and I wanted to know, do you do any type of deep breathing yes. or meditation? Yeah, work? absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't say, you know, there's been times in my career where I've, where I've experimented with things with meditation and, and, you know, I think, I think it helps a lot. I mean, I read, um, I love to read, mm-hmm. uh, and especially when we're traveling, but you know, sometimes it helps me calm down before I go to sleep, but but breathing, breathing is, was something that I've stumbled on and I've done little to no research on, but I've just found a way that, that breathing, just, just a simple deep breaths can, can calm me down and can help me, help me get into the, mm-hmm. into the right state of mind to, to fall asleep. And I'll do that uh, from time to time. And, and it does help. It does help. And, you know, meditating and it helps to, you know, I have little moments of meditation throughout the day where, where I'm thinking on things or I'm sitting in quiet in, in quiet. And, and, and I do think it's important to have that, that time where you can reflect on stuff and, and put things into perspective. And if you do that, then it's a, it helps you calm your mind a little bit and, uh, and help you be, be concentrated and focused and relaxed uh, for whatever, if you're trying to go to bed or if you're trying to do something, do something, uh, you know, productive or whatever. Um, I do think that that mm-hmm. bit of time is super important. Yeah. No, and I think that's re- honestly super interesting that you say, you know, you, you meditate at times during the day. And I think a lot of people nowadays, they think, oh, you know, if you close your eyes and you start deep breathing, that's mm-hmm. meditation. But you can also, you can also meditate doing mm-hmm. something you love or, you know, uh, yep. cooking or Absolutely. whatever it is. Just, just letting yourself yeah. go and being in the present yeah. moment is like yeah, meditation. For sure. And, um, you know, like you said, I, I think it's interesting that you didn't, you've never done research on it, which is good to hear because I think people nowadays with all the information out there, the information mm-hmm. overload, people overthink mm-hmm. it, which, which leads to procrastination yeah. and, and they don't, they don't end up yeah. doing it. 
And if you just do it and you just deep breathe, you're, you're going to be able to, to be in your yeah. tent, you know, your meditation. Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, I, I do things yeah. like, uh, you know, I'll wash my car by hand. Uh, or, exactly. or I really enjoy playing golf and I'm lucky I live in Florida. So I've gotten to enjoy a little bit of that so far this year. And, and, you know, that time, that's the only, like, if you're ever going to catch me not thinking about soccer for, for more than 30 yeah. minutes, it's, I'm probably playing golf. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's yeah. important to get that time. I always perform better on the field when I, when I have time to get away. And, and, and like I said, I love to get out and, you know, if I play around a golf, then, then usually I'm much, much better. Um, when I get back into training, uh, whatever it is the next day, uh, or, or, um, that weekend, you know? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, so what time do you guys usually train in? We, we, we start usually around nine o'clock, um, you know, I'm into the stadium or nine, nine 30. I'm in, in at the stadium around eight thirty, eight twenty five every day. And, you know, we've got our, I mean, we're just, like I said, so lucky, you know, you walk in and there's, there's two strength and conditioning coaches. There's two, there's two physios, there's, there's two assistants, there's the head coach, there's the operations guy. All these guys are there well before anybody else. And when you walk in, you've got everything there that you need to get done. You need to accomplish to make sure your body is ready for, for the session. And, um, you know, so I get in there, um, I take care of my, my prehab stuff, you know, my, my routine that works for me is, is mm-hmm. I walk in, you know, I've got my cup of coffee already. I walk in, I have a seat, you know, I greet all my teammates. Uh, we've got an incredible locker room. You greet all, all the guys and, and you get changed and you just kind of slowly work your way into it. You know, I usually, um, I'll, I'll have my, my below my knees into the hot tub, just to loosen up my ankles and, and my calves. Um, I hit a foam roller, um, which we've got, we've got these awesome, like vibrating foam rollers and these vibrating pressure point balls. Um, if, if something's bothering me, I can get, I can get a massage and get loose. I can get treatment if I need to. Um, and then, uh, you know, get ready for the session, uh, get out when the session's done. It's usually around 12 o'clock, 11, 1130, um, depending, uh, the time you get back into the locker room. Um, and, uh, you know, I take a moment, I'm, I have, uh, an incredible nutrition, uh, sponsorship with, uh, Altus Premier Nutrition and they provide me with, with pre-training, um, supplements and, uh, BC, BCAA vitamins for, for right after. Um, and then, then you go in and we've got, we've got lunch and, uh, we've got, uh, uh, protein shakes. Uh, we've got six blenders in the kitchen and, and, you know, all the materials are there. So you go in and you make sure that you got something in you and then and then you know you you begin your your recovery process for the next day um whether that's in the gym or or whatever it is that you need to be doing um we've got an incredible masseuse you know and and you know the lines out the door to see him uh, because he's he's terrific but uh i get in and usually he he's in two or three times a week uh, after the session so make sure you take advantage of that and 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 yeah so yesterday like i said i did all that stuff got got that massage and hit a shower and then grab some lunch and then, and then spent the, spent some downtime in the afternoon. And then, and like I said, last night I was out and, and just enjoy a little bit of the scenery in, in downtown St. Pete cause it's beautiful, but that's a, that's a day. And then, and then you just get ready to do it all over again. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. man. Um, so do, what do you usually eat, eat for breakfast? You know, a typical pre-training yeah, uh, meal. Yeah. Um, um, that's also something that, that's, that's difficult for me because, because I have 
the way that my stomach is like i i like i don't like mm-hmm. to have anything in me it like in my stomach when mm-hmm. i when i get going so it's tough with the timing uh especially if it's a if you're going to be playing by 9:30 um you need to be in by 8:30 you want to have something you want to eat something early enough to where you're not bothered while you're training especially here in florida it's hot it's humid the, if i have something in my mm-hmm. stomach the way that i am it, i'm not going to feel good so I usually wake up and have something light, um, a banana, um, coffee, and, uh, and maybe like a bowl of, bowl of oatmeal or some granola or something, just something small, but to, just to make sure. And, and if I skip that, then, then I notice a huge difference. So it's, it's really important that I just get something in me. And, uh, and, but, but I do most of my, like, most of the important eating is directly after training mm-hmm. and, and dinner. Yep. Um, and, mm-hmm. and so those, that's kind of where I make sure that I'm, that I'm taking in, you know, I eat so much in those sittings. Um, and that's just so, you know, a lot of people, it, it's better for them to have smaller things like multiple times throughout the day. You know, for me as a 28 year old who, who's, you know, found something that yeah. works for me, that, that's just how, yep. that's how I do it. And, uh, you know, I love one of my mm-hmm. favorite things is to, is to go out to a nice restaurant and, and try things and experience things because I've lived in so many different cities and St. Pete is, Yep. is in, in Tampa they're incredible places to go and explore the the culinary culture and you know there's you can eat healthy um food yes. with without always having to to be cooking and, and I enjoy cooking but especially when you're exhausted or whatever you can go get lunch somewhere and like yeah. one of one of my favorite places to go is this uh it's a market it's called Locale Market and and they have everything from mm-hmm. pokey to to sandwiches um soups whatever i love to go in there after training i think uh yesterday after the session i went in there and i had uh, they grilled up um uh filet of salmon um quinoa uh broccoli and some curry marinated cauliflower and and that was my that was my lunch and it, it was it's terrific yeah. and you know stuff like that like the, i didn't make that but i, I walked in they have mm-hmm. everything this guy's grilling it right there in front of you and you can know that that's healthy and, and you can also enjoy eating in a beautiful setting and, and that's one thing me and me and a couple of my teammates we love to do that um yeah so that's pretty yeah. that's part of the routine i mean we we mix it up yeah. there's there's so many good places now it's not not 30 years ago where where the best thing you could grab after after training or when you went out was a burger you know that it's a lot different now and especially yep. in an area a, an environment where where people um people in this city and people in this state like they value um uh, like being healthy and stuff so there's incredible options uh, to eat out and and i love to just grab something something that's fresh and well made and then i can just focus on just resting in the afternoon or you know they have they have lunch for us after trainings uh, most days of the week. Mm-hmm. It's usually uh, it's usually rice, chicken, vegetables, um, you know, avocados, that kind of thing. So when you're done with your whole routine, you can go and you can you can eat, and it's all there for you. And, and they take the guesswork out of it too. So so you have a lot of options. Um, it's hard for me to eat close to when I finish training. So I make sure I get all those mm-hmm. things in me, the protein shakes and the vitamins and stuff. I make sure I get that in me. And then I'm probably not able to actually like eat something for at least an hour. Um, and that's when, yeah, that's when yeah. I go, that's when I go and, and have something else. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's the routine. And that's interesting. And, and, and that's interesting. And like you've said throughout, you know, it all depends on the right. individual. And I think a lot of, a lot of people nowadays, you know, they, they look, Oh, well, 
what's Cristiano Ronaldo mm-hmm. eat? What's uh, Latani? Mm-hmm. What's he eat? What's yeah. she eat? What's he do for yeah. his workout? And like you said, I, I think it, at, at some point it's just it's all based yeah. on you. Everyone has a different physiology. Everyone has a different psychology. Mm-hmm. Everyone something works could work for you that doesn't work for me, and right. vice versa. And I think it's all about testing and trying new yeah. methods. And when, when you test it and something doesn't work out, it's not the worst right. thing in the world. You right. learn from it. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, and, and also, you know, something that I want to touch on as well, living in Sweden, is I also love to eat lunch yeah. out as well, you know, because I'm constantly cooking breakfast yeah. and dinner. And you know Swedish lunch is, fire. is yeah, that's fantastic. The time. That's the time. Yeah, you know, you, yeah, you get a fantastic yeah. buffet. Uh, for a yeah. good price, and and it's quality yeah. buffet, and you can yeah. eat healthy. And l- like you said, you don't you don't need to drive yourself crazy and cook three, four meals a day. Right. You can cook one, two meals a day and uh, mix it up, and just enjoy your life, like we said from the yeah, start. Yeah, exactly. Just enjoy it. Enjoy where you're eating. Enjoy your company. Enjoy your food. Yeah. And uh, you know, just enjoy. Just be grateful for what yeah, you got. One thousand percent. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else we got here. So uh, I don't want to keep you for too much longer. It's a couple more questions. No problem. Um, so it, all the places you've been, what do you think is the most important part of the game to focus on uh, if you were to pick one, if you want to get to the next level? Um, you, you broke up the first part of the question. Can you say it one more time? Sorry. No problem. Yeah. So uh, in your honest opinion, what do you think is the most important part of the game to focus on? If you want to get to the next level, if you were to pick one, oof, that's a that's a tough one. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's so much that goes into it, and the, yeah, and your exactly. priority your priorities can change from day to day, even. But I mean, I think the most important part, I can say from an individual standpoint, the most important part was was and has been the the time, the hours and hours that I've spent in front of goal and. And with people helping me develop that, you know, my, my, like I said, my first coach in Sweden when I was in Division Two, um, I mean, we spent hours and hours together, him feeding me cutbacks and, and, and working on the technique so that it's so that when you black out in a game and everything's happening fast and there's there's 10,000 people screaming that you you don't think about it. It just happens. Yep. And, and I think that's been probably my biggest, you know, even even this year, like I had a great preseason um, I scored against uh, Montreal and against uh, Philadelphia. And, you know, those are most recent for me in my mind. You know, it's it's the same as it's always been. I'm in that situation. I don't think about it. It just happens. And it's because I've done it before so many times. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's always those those kind of goals that you score or chances you convert where you're like, well, I haven't uh, I haven't really tried that. I, I've seen that before or something like that. But but the amount of time that you spent developing um, your, your craft is what helps you to do that. Um, so I, I definitely think like the hours and hours that I spent, uh, and continue to spend in front of goal, um, and, and my, my obsession with, with finishing and, and, mm-hmm. and being in the right areas, you know, because I realized early on that I had an instinct, um, for goal and people would always say, how was he there at that time? And, yeah. and, you know, that, that was a blessing. And I had to make sure that I took it to the next step, which was that, I was using that gift that I have the instinct to be in the right spot. And when I was in the right spot, what was I going to do? Um, and, mm-hmm. and I, and I think I realized that early on, um, and made sure that when I am in those spots, when I, when I do get the ball in those spots that, 
then I'm not, then I'm not wasting the chance. And everybody does. It happens. You miss chances. You know, I had a day, I had the type of day yesterday in training where I was playing well, I was a part of all the, all the good buildup and everything. And then I got into the spot and I didn't score. It happened two or three times yesterday. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, the, one of the reasons why I was out yesterday in the, in the early evening afternoon was because I just wanted to take my mind off of it. Um, because I know that, I know that 90% of the time, especially in a training session, I'm putting that on frame and, uh, yeah. and giving myself a chance to score. But, you know, you, you're going to miss sometimes. It's just the way it goes. Of course. Um, of course. So, but limiting those misses and li limiting the missed opportunities, I think that's been the most important part because at the end of the day, coaches and, and your teammates, they want you to be there when it's 0-0 in the 80th minute. Um, are you going to take the chance and, and is all the hard work going to pay off for, for what the team's been putting into the game? Or are you gonna are you gonna spurn spurn the opportunity and and you know I've just tried to limit the amount of times that I've missed the opportunity and that was something that really clicked for me at last year. I mean I don't think I scored uh, out of the eleven or twelve goals I had in the league last year. I didn't. I those goals were equalizers, game winners to take the lead in a game. Whatever. I'm not mm -hmm. scoring uh, when it's four zero. I'm not scoring the fifth goal and then saying here's my double digit goal return for the year. Yeah, um, yeah. I, you know, I'm scoring the, the, <laughs> I'm scoring the winner or I'm scoring the equalizer and I'm always going to be a part of it. And, and I think that, that I was lucky because it all clicked at the right time, um, in Rochester. And that's the kind of thing you're looking for. And, you know, it, it gave me the opportunity to come here. So I think that's been a really, really big, important piece to, to everything, um, and kind of at the forefront of it all for me. Of course, man. And what I hear there is just the word, you know, you said it, the word obsession. Yeah. And the willing to perfect your craft and absolutely triple down on your strength, which is being good in front of goal. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that, that's what's taken you to this point. And, you know, a lot of people look at obsession as a bad word. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, in that sense and being able to perfect your craft and being obsessed and thinking about it day in and day out, that's what got you here. You know, you just want to perfect your craft. And that's what you've done. Uh, you know, I'm really impressed and um, – you know, really, really happy to have you on. And I think you're a great influence on youngsters and whoever it is, whether you're a youngster or you're a striker looking to get to the next level and break in. I, I think, you know, it's fantastic to bring you on. Awesome, man. And I awesome. uh, uh, really, really appreciate it. Just want to know if, if people want to get in contact with you on Instagram or by email, um, how would they do that? Can you provide your, your Instagram? Yeah, man, just hit me up. I'm, uh, my Instagram is simple. It's just my name, Yawkin Graf, uh, J-O-C-H-E-N-G-R-A-F. And, you know, I'm on there. You can, you can hit me with a follow. And, you know, I reply to messages. So you, you got a question or, or you heard the show or you, you want to ask how I know that Rick fits the real deal, then, then I can help you out with that too. So <laughs> how to, I've, seen, I've seen, yeah. seen it up yeah. close, seen it up close. So yeah, reach out. Yeah. It's, it's not a problem. I love interacting with people and, and talking about my story because it's, um, yeah, it's been a long road and, you know, looking back on it, you're kind of like, wow, I can't believe I've done all that. But um, yeah. I think part of it, part of the, the cool, the cool thing about it is, that, that I can, I can share it with people. And, and, and if that helps them in any way, um, then that's yeah. great. That, that's part, that's part of the, mm -hmm. that's part of the reward, rewarding feeling that you get.
Yeah, exactly. And also, you know, you just recently got that blue check. I did. So. I did get that <laughs> blue check. I did get that blue check. It's been a been a long road, but I'm finally there. So uh, yeah, yeah, man. yeah. You know, man. but don't let that fool you. Don't well, let that fool you. Yeah. <laughs> don't let that fool you. I haven't made it yet. I want to. I want to be more. I want to be more. So um, yeah. we'll, we'll try and build off the blue check. You know. <laughs> Fantastic, man. Fantastic. And, uh, you know, when I'm back in the States or wherever around, we definitely got to grab a meal or a beer. Hit me you know, up, man. And, uh, catch up, man. I'll be up in, I'll be so, up in your uh, neck of woods this week, actually. We're playing Red Bulls in, uh, at Red Bull Arena um, uh, this weekend. So I'll be up there. And my roommate's actually a Jersey boy. Um, so I know he's looking forward to it. That's his former team. So it should be fun to be up there and stuff. get the guys up there. So Great stuff, man. Hey, uh, we wish you the best of luck, you know. Best of luck this season. I know you're going to keep banging in goals. Uh, we, we wish you, you know, good health, good fortune, and, you know, just keep crushing it, man. You know, no doubt. really appreciate having you on and taking your time. Hey, absolutely, man. Same to you. Keep doing your thing over there. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate being on. It was a good time. Thanks a lot, brother. Have a fantastic All right, man. You too. I'll talk to you later. All right. Peace, Bye. bro.